Hey guys, this is a message to the free portion of the podcast listeners on Spotify and iTunes. I don't know if you know this, but I just got banned off Patreon. They ripped away my income. So it would mean a lot to me if you can come on over to Gumroad. That's where I'm hosting the show mainly. And the shows are usually an hour, 10, hour and a half long. So you're only getting five to 10 minutes here. It would be greatly appreciated if you can come on board Gumroad. Wrongop.gumroad.com or you can find the link on wrongopinion.net. Thanks. Oh, hi, I'm Josh Akash and this is Wrong Opinion. You guys, it's a normal episode today. No interview. Uh, Don't worry, it won't be two hours long. You know, I get it. I, I don't really watch anyone else's show because I'm busy with, you know, putting this show together and, and paying attention to everything going on. You know, I have a list of things. Should I put this in the show? Should I put that in the show? I don't know. You know, I, I just go with my gut. For instance, um, am I going to am I going to complain about 40 billion dollars being sent to Ukraine and make that into a podcast? No. That's a drop in the bucket of everything we spend in this country. Like every every dollar spent, that's a drop in the bucket. $40 billion, that's nothing. That's nothing, you know? So that's not going to be, uh, you know, one of my topics of today. I don't care. Like I really, really don't care. Our, our inflation is through the roof and it's not because of an extra $40 billion. I mean, it's a crazy thing to say, but it's it's really not. Um, an extra $40 billion won't really do anything. The amount of money both political parties spend is obscene. And, uh, you know, so I kind of want to just watch everything crash and burn in that sense. Like, I just don't, I really don't care. I care more about cultural stuff. Um, I also, I mean, I do care about elections and all that. I think democracy is retarded and the United States was never meant to be a democracy. So this notion that we should um, keep trying to save our democracy like it never was one it never was a democracy it was a republic a democratic republic so i guess in a certain to a certain extent kind of an, a weird amalgamation of a democracy but not really um so i am fixated you know still it's something i think about a lot still the stolen election in 2020 i do think about it and um, it's it's weird how people are able to just move on and be like, you know what? Yeah, it was a weird election, but we got 2022 coming, so we got to pay attention to that. Let's put our game face on. What? What are you talking about? If they could steal a presidential election, they could steal any election. But the thing is, is that with um, with this th- this notion of free and fair elections, a lot of elections have been stolen. A lot, and not just in in American history, and not just in recent history, but pretty much throughout human history. That's just how it goes. So then you kind of have to ask yourself: Is a democracy, um, you know, something to strive for? Is a republic something to strive for? You know, I don't know. But with all those questions, you know, still, I am, I'm pretty pissed off about the 2021 because it was so blatant. That's the thing. It's like when when they make it so obvious, that's when you insult my intelligence. Like at least put a little bit of work into your theft. And then, you know, they really it was so obvious, which is why I kind of hated the movie 2000 Mules. I think it's a piece of shit. 
Dinesh D'Souza's new movie. I have lots of thoughts on it, and I'll start with this. Global cover-ups. Mind control. Secret societies. You don't think this stuff is real? Think again. I've heard things that'll blow your mind. All right, all right, all right. That's not 2000 Mules. That's uh, Jesse Ventura's TV show from 2009 to 2012 on True TV. I don't even think that channel exists anymore. Called Conspiracy Theory with Jesse Ventura. Why did I play you that intro to his show? Uh, you know, very few people probably even think about that show, but that's all I could think about while watching 2000 Mules is that boomers do not understand aesthetic. Boomers don't understand the importance of how something looks, the way you present something. Um, they, they, for some reason, they just think that none of that stuff matters when in reality, besides humor and comedy, that's, that's like the second most important thing when presenting a message. It's how you package the, 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 the message itself vi visually. You know, visuals are important. And 2,000 Mules, and also kind of like any other Dinesh D'Souza movie, um, has that boomer aesthetic to it, which is none. It's non-existent, and and it's just a it's 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 like a it's very frustrating. You know, the only boomer that I can think of that cares about aesthetic, and it might be it might not be your style, but who understands aesthetic is Donald Trump. So this movie that's supposed to be the most persuasive thing to sway other people's minds on uh, the, the election, you know, people who didn't really think too deeply about the 2020 election, people who, uh, you know, thought that it was free and fair and, you know, it's just, you know, people hated Trump. So it's not that they like Biden, but they hated Trump so much that that's what they were re really voting for. Uh, and, and, you know, though it's, it, 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 this movie is meant for those people, you know, because you don't need to change my opinion. You, you don't need to change, uh, you know, the, the average person watching this podcast's opinion. You have to change the opinion of people who um, maybe kind of thought it wasn't like fully kosher, but, you know, it was kosher enough to where, yeah, Trump lost. And then I'm watching this movie and the specific points it's trying to make are good. Um, the, the forensic evidence is good. The geo tracking the mules and, and, and explaining that is good, but do we need an hour and a half movie that the, the hour and a half runtime is our, it's an hour and a half to justify putting it in movie theaters and trying to sell movie tickets or something. This movie literally could have been 20 minutes, which might have been more again, persuasive to the average audience and you might get more people to watch it if it was 20 minutes. But not only that, the movie was filled with reenactments. Documentaries are the most persuasive when they are presented to be, to look like objective truths. You know, you're just sitting down interviewing someone um, or, or just showing clips or something rather than reenactments. When the movie is filled with reenactments, it seems fake. The movie itself seems fake. The conversations in the movie seem fake and thus not credible. They do not seem credible, even though if you, if you um, look at things objectively and, and you know, forget how the movie looks and forget how cheesy Dinesh D'Souza and his wife are, 
um, then, you know, uh, it, it has some good stuff in it, but it doesn't justify an hour and a half. And like the, the conversations and the guests like Dennis Prager and Charlie Kirk and Larry Elder, like these people aren't going to change other people's minds having these people on. And all, they're not also, they're not good actors either. I mean, like when Dennis Prager is pissed off and he's going to, he's going to fight this with every fiber in his being, you know, he says, it's like, eh, I don't, I don't believe you. You're fat and you're comfortable. Like you, this, this is just, it's a very frustrating movie. So let me give you an example. So I gave you an example with the Jesse Ventura clip, which it just feels like that. Watch that show. Watch a full episode of Jesse Ventura's conspiracy theory show and the reenactments and the meeting people in, in like they literally meet people in garages, you know, like 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 they aren't filming a TV show and and um, they're putting their lives on the line. Um, that's that's kind of what this feels like. It's not good. Another thing I want to mention before I show you an example as to uh, how cheesy and horrible this movie is like you're not gonna fuck man you're not gonna change the average person's opinion with this movie they're not gonna even sit down and watch it that's the problem and that's why aesthetics are very important for instance uh, I hate Michael Moore and I feel like I've only seen one of his movies but he understands how to put together these types of movies and how to make them not only very presentable but entertaining and Dinesh D'Souza can't do either of those things which is a shame like the right wing doesn't understand aesthetic um so I I'm going to show you one clip but the the thing I want to mention before that is that they mention these mules revisiting not revisiting but but dropping off ballots in all these different places like 20 ballots here 20 ballots there uh, and, and the the proof that they show is very good, but they don't show this the, the same people going to different ballot boxes, which they did, but they don't show that. What they, 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 they care more about the conversations with Dennis Prager and Charlie Kirk and Dinesh D'Souza than they do about showing us people breaking the law. Like, go more in depth than that. But this is like the most egregious thing in the movie, in my opinion, like this kind of vibe. So uh, this is Dinesh D'Souza in his kitchen surfing the internet. <laughs> 